So my name is Isaac. Uh, it's like November 26th, 2021. I'm at the car rental return area of the Asheville Regional Airport. I'm picking up my brother-in-law, Olivier Ebenezer Ludig. Um, I don't know his middle name, but it's the season, and I thought that would it's kind of fitting. Uh, so I don't know. I never knew this was here. It's all windy bat buzzers and stuff. This old man wants to talk to me. Get out of here. He's gone. Call me back. So probably not. <laughs> but uh, we're driving up to Banner Elk, North Carolina to my family's Thanksgiving. They do it every year. It's like a semi reunion. All different people from my mother's side of the family, her mother's side of the family. And anybody else who wants to come who's been associated with the family comes every year. It's a real hodgepodge of neo folks. And I'm taking my brother-in-law, Olivier, picking him up at the airport. And I'm driving him up there. And I said, I'll pick him up. And I'll take him up there. But, he, you know, he needs to give me an interview. And that was an easy fix. And so I'm waiting on him. I got here a little bit early. Because I got off of work at 7 a.m. I work at the hotel i'm the night auditor is up all night run some great questions looking forward to it i've been hoping for this interview for a while he's a scientist he does breast cancer research he's from france he served in the army he moved to canada then he moved to new york to study breast cancer research and stuff i don't know that's that's for real um i don't know why <laughs> And then he went down to her Louisiana after Hurricane Katrina to volunteer to clean up some of the stuff And that's where he met my sister and she was volunteering and she went back to New York with him and they have two kids now Should be a good interview. He's real hard on himself and he's always been pretty hard on me He's got a great sense of humor very smart very ambitious very successful man and I'm gonna turn off the recorder now so I can listen to my music while I wait. And this podcast, Isaac Interviews, is brought to you by 103.3 Asheville FM. Wish me luck, people. I've grown out the questions. I'm going to be driving up some windy mountain roads. Happy Thanksgiving, I guess, probably. Happy Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy 4th of Juneteenth. This is Isaac Interviews, Olivier. supposed to have this recording that's what i'm saying you should be recording here with your fucking notebook while i'm driving let me drive it's illegal for you to drive my car oh really yeah well i'm, I'm not you the one who shouldn't be driving you should be wrong but i'm not the one who should not be <laughs> driving because i'm not drunk what is this you honestly He's, i'm not drunk hi not hi you're right i'm not high. I do CBD. I do. I do CBD too. I just took a pill. It doesn't smell like weed. It's a pill. Sure. You, you, burn, you burn. Dude, I recognize when somebody lies. Just don't fucking waste your energy. <laughs> I know. It's okay. It's okay to have weaknesses. It's okay. How was the drive? You. I don't judge you. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
Oh, that's fine. I'm cool. You need it. You need it. It's fine. It's, it's, right. It's your thing. Whatever. But, but you know, not the same reaction time. You I can't. I can't um, agree or disagree with. I'm, I'm. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm, this is being recorded. It is. Oh. And so you're gonna. I'm not a professional, but I damn well should be. And so you're gonna be. We'll be fine, looking, man. Looking in your notebook while you ask me questions. No. While you write. No. Uh, so you have everything memorized. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Bring it on. I have a few things to do before you go. Can we do that? Yeah, it's fine. And then we'll take you to Pippa. Yeah, I want to see the dog. Don't worry, you're safe. I'll tell you when I make it. <laughs> How was the drive? It's fine. It's nobody on the road for you at this time. It's Thanksgiving, Black Friday. Yeah, people are all you know, consuming in stores. They're not driving. Like they lined up to get the best deal on the TV or something. Stupid thing. I'm not going to remember my questions. <laughs> I'll wait till I'm at a red light. See, that's what you, I can do. Well, that's illegal, though. But why is it illegal? Explain to me how it could be illegal for me to drive. Nobody's supposed to drive my car because of the alcohol, alcohol monitoring device. It's for you to start it. Right, but after blowing it every five minutes or 15 minutes. Wow. Talk about distractions. I mean, I had, to, I, had to, I had to really train up on this. I know, I mean, I'm not trying to break that law. So yeah. I guess it's not detecting CBD, meaning THC. Sorry. What is your pedigree, educationally speaking? Like, you want my... Like, are you a doctor? Yeah. In what sorts? Yeah. that's uh, People call me doctor. You wear a lab coat? Uh, I actually, I hate that coat, you know, because, uh, um, even at the bench, just to do work at the bench, I just don't, I just don't wear What's that the coat. Bench? The bench is where we do the experiments, you know. It's like a high table. It's a high table, you have your pipettes, your tubes, and then you run your experiments. Uh, I would wear a lab coat if I'm working with, like, radioactive stuff, or if I'm working with... You know, yeah, but it's animals. like, uh, you know, it's, uh, what is it? Something equipment, safety equipment. Yeah, e but it's, it's mostly, yeah, it's mostly to protect your clothes. Protect That's what, wear. yeah, it's to protect your clothes. That's what it was. That's okay. Where did you get your confidence? For, well, no, what school did you go to? What did you do? I could, I mean, you're, did somebody just say you're a doctor? Um, you want from the start? Because Whatever I did, I did, I did a lot of degrees. So right, yeah, yeah. I started in France. Um, I'm barely a mister. <laughs> it's not that funny. <laughs> You're more like brother. Well, brother-in-law, bro, bro, homie. How about homie? Homie's good. You know, I get sir a lot or mister a lot because I'm, you know, I'm not a young, I'm not a young fellow anymore. Oh, you fella. get the sir. You mister, get, you I get, get mister a lot. You don't get the sir treatment. Thank you, mister. Oh. Oh, okay. So yeah, you're, not, you're not quite sir yet. I'm sir. Oh. This uh, is the sound. Yeah. So let me explain. I did the bachelor. It's a four-year program in France in um, biology. Uh, I failed biology three times. I actually liked it. I 
until the end of high school, I just didn't really have an idea of what I, I was going to do. No, I like biology for sure, but... Then I spent a year in the army. Yeah. I had to take a break for a year. And then I went back and then I did a master's in molecular biology. Spent like 16 months. So you got your bachelor's in bachelor's biology. Bachelor's in biology. That's human study. Uh, just everything. Everything with biology. Animal biology, plant biology, all biologies, you know. All the basics. Then I did a master's in molecular biology. This is when you stop doing some right, that's heavy stuff. stuff. Heavy stuff. And then... Like where your cells... Yeah, you, you grow cells, you sequence DNA, you do a lot of... Oh, why? Really, Did it smell bad? No. It's... You, you build construct to modify genes in animals so you can study the function of genes. Well, what was some of the stuff you did like at that time? That's what I did. In uh, school. That I, I, so that's what I did. When I was doing my master's, I, I sequenced the gene and then we were going to remove the gene from the mouse to see if the gene was important. And so I did that for a year and a half. And then I decided that I, I wanted to learn English because I didn't speak English. Since you were like 20. I was, uh, I was 23, 24. You'd already done a year in the Army. Yeah. And you were a sir then. You are what? You were a sir then, a mister, a sir. Uh, no, I was 24. Nobody called me sir. I always look younger than my age, so I didn't get that till recently. At least on paper you were. You'd earned. Sir. Oh yeah, no, this I don't know if it's with masters, they don't have a, a title for masters. MSC, right? It's on paper, but they don't call you master. Like a gangster. Yeah, no, it's it you get no recognition. So then I decided I needed to speak English because science is in English. All the papers, everything's in English. So So I moved to Canada and I did a PhD for five and a half years. So you had your masters when you moved again? You have to have it. Wow. It's a prerequisite. For the scholarship you got? Uh, I did get a scholarship, but you cannot enter a, a PhD program. Generally, you got a master's. Some people do actually, they do oh, a, a yeah, master's. Yeah, yeah but it, you could have gone to Canada. The, people do what they call a mini-master, where they, they're committed to do a PhD, and they get a mini-master, so if they decide halfway through that it's too much to do a master, they get a PhD, they could get a master, and then they stop. So you can have both degrees embedded you know but so I did my PhD in biochemistry five and a half years biochemistry what is that that's human chemistry like human like the bodies all everything enzymatic chemistry biology everything and so I was working more on uh, uh -huh. genetics mostly cancer right this is when you this was in Canada this is what you were studying yeah five and a half years is that tedious yeah, I mean, this is when you learn to actually become a scientist. You Somebody gives you a project, and you're alone. you got to figure it out. I, I can't believe you caught me off guard. I can't. I was so, I got here early to get the jump on you. I, I got here early, and, and then I was like, fuck it. <laughs> no, man. I'm sitting around, and then you busted me. I'm like a cat. I sneak yeah. around, and I just... You're a real Vulcan. That's right. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry to interrupt um, You've got your PhD candidate. in biochemistry. Yeah, yeah. So this is when you learn. This is when you learn. Somebody gives you a project, and then you figure it out. And did you, you like that? I love that. This is why. This is why I did biology because I realized that it was all about what I was going to give, not what somebody was telling me to do. 
So then it was I was on my own doing my thing, and I really liked it. It's it's oh that like the small discoveries every day. You make a progress. The way I described it with people that struggled, I said every day you bring your grain of sand and you put it in the box. You don't know what's in the box. You put one grain of sand every day, and then every day it seems so little. Right? It's just one grain of sand. By the time you've done your PhD, you open that box and you have a handful of sand. That's a rough analogy, man. It is. Sand is so small. It is. Every day you make and a very small progress. eventually you have a piece of glass. You could if you melt the, the sand, but you, when you open the box, you have a handful of sand and you realize you, that you you've done cool stuff. Did you people when you were doing that? Yeah, I made a lot of friends. Still connected to any of them? Yeah. Some that continued what they were doing and some that just stopped. but. Right. You know, this is the time you party a lot, though. Did you think um, you party a lot because like, it's so uh, much? It's so much struggle. I you struggle. Right, you have to. You struggle. You every day, and you have to understand that science. Ninety percent of it is failure. So you you learn to accept failure. So Probably more, right? Maybe more, yeah. Especially when you start, because you don't know really what you're doing, so you're gonna fail a lot. Like you're doing both things. And so the hardest part is really to accept the failure, and 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 really continue until you achieve something right so there's a lot of partying because you know you, you just clear your mind right and then you go back the next day or the I next week yeah yeah you need you That's need a fresh you start you need a fresh start every week so you party you have friends you have you have a side life but you have a new wick every time you know and you look at it different this this is what also now in my current career that's why I like restaurants what is that biscuit head there's three of them the one on uh, the, the most famous one. There's somebody lined out the door every time, but you can go there and get biscuits. Biscuit head. Uh, that, that sounds like a fried chicken gravy. Oh, and for breakfast? For breakfast? Yeah. Dude. It's the, the I I I, um, I want to keep my body working. I don't want to plug it. That's my next. But uh, you're not finished with that one. But I was gonna say, do you consider yourself physically fit? Yeah, I guess everybody. Everybody's looking at me like. I'm a freak of nature. I'm just, I mean, I don't you have know. a regimen. I just, I can, I can decide when I eat and when I don't. So it's more about your diet. No, it's not that. It's the will. I know that. That's true. It's all about will. It's like do yeah, run, I'm doing something. Do you run? I run. I bike. But in the winter, I don't do a lot. But I'm always on my legs, walking, doing things. I'm going from one thing to another. I'm always doing something. Right. Right. But really, like sometimes, you know. I'm hungry and I'm doing something and I'm like, no, I'm finishing this. I'm finishing this and I'll eat when I'm when I eat, and then the appetite goes away. Do you ever have like a uh, like a donut? Do you like nah, I don't like all? that stuff. Nah. You don't like any greasy American bullshit. No, I do. That this is a new place that I go really often. It's called Smash Burger. Yeah, that sounds right. Sounds so right. I have one of my best buddy who works with me. We just comes to me he said you want to smash it See, that's our most famous burger place right there farm burger yeah, that could it's be a good great too. place it's really good though we go smash it right let's go smash great. it i'm sure your wives appreciate you smashing burgers <laughs> said other things yeah. yeah but after you became like you got your phd yeah it's not over there's a lot of stuff going on after right yeah you're trying to make a beach. So you're just basically like a student out of school. You don't have a career yet. You have to build your career now that you go to degrees. Right. So I found this job in uh, in New York, 
it's all it's it's you're still a student. It's called a postdoctoral fellowship. So you are. So it's not adding to your actual degree. It's, just, it's no. It's just like you're starting to actually. People are looking in their lab to do experiments, and you have a skill, so they they hire you for a very small fee. Postdoctoral right, post contractor. Postdoctoral fellows, and there's a lot of people from Europe because people from the United States don't want to do this? that job. Doesn't pay. What year was this? 2004. So you weren't in America when 9/11 happened. No, but actually, uh, I my first trip to uh, to the state, it was. 2000. It was right before the, the towers. Do you remember when that happened? Yeah, actually, I visited. I didn't go in the tower, but I walked around the tower. But it was so cold. It was in the winter, and that was it. It was right. like probably winter 2000. But like you were, so you were in. But were you in France or Canada? When no, no, no. I was. I was in Canada because I started in 97. Nice. So I was. I was on the continent. Right. I mean. And I drove down. That is a question I wrote later on: is how did, where were you when 9/11 happened, and how did it, did it affect you personally? I was in the lab. Right. We were doing experiments, and somebody came in. They're like, "Oh my God, World War just started!" We're like, "What?" Did you know how big a deal that was? Uh, I mean, I I lived in France. I grew up learning all about World War One, World War Two, right. and how to start a war. And I was like, "This is pretty much how you start a war." Like I was just a kid. I was a freshman in high school. I did not understand how big of a deal it was. It was a big deal, but it wasn't a nation that was at war with the U.S. It was really a group of terrorists. So yeah, but for a while it was, you know, nobody knew what, something else going to happen because they went to the Pentagon and hit the Pentagon. I know, but they were terrorists. They, they don't have affiliation with a, a nation, so yeah, you can't really know, go they and. They didn't know that immediately. No, but you you, you wonder who did this for like a, for a minute. Everybody was like, "What what's happening?" Oh yeah. I was. I went home. I just stopped my experiments and I walked home. I turned the TV on. I was like, "Holy, what is going on?" Go ahead. You think you might have got laid that night? <laughs> Why? Because it's fun and it's connection. And... No, no. They, they, your mind is somewhere else. You're like, where is my tomorrow going to happen now? Right. Yeah. Hey, who's going to drop a H bomb? I was in U.S. history class with. Was my teacher, and he turned the TV on. It was a big deal. He told he kind of almost his only. Oh, it was in school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in high school. He he yelled he yelled a bit, but he never yells. He's a cool teacher, but he was like, "You guys, this is a big deal." It it was a big deal. I mean, it has shaped like yesterday when I took the. Oh yeah, the world that we know is nine eleven and like. And then pre 9-11. Now that you check your bag or whatever when you go to the airport, everybody's treated like a tourist. You know, take your pants off, well, literally. Take your shoes, take your honest. jacket, everything. That's true. And I see you wear pretty white pants. So in the airport, this is not the place to lose your pants when you're standing, right? Right. right? But that's what happens. And well, you walk, I've never been on You walk around bare feet, holding your pants. I mean, Kaylee used to live right there. But uh, I never was on an airplane until after 9 First time oh, I was no. on an airplane was to come see you. Well, I came. I came to. Uh, I, I went to Canada in '97. I, I came twice. Came to visit first, and then I moved on a plane, and it was like a breeze. You know, all you needed is your uh, what is passport. Pip, what is Pippa getting done in her teeth? Uh, removal. <laughs> that sucks. Well, it's it's just a. Uh, What's she gonna eat? Uh, apparently the well. But from what I hear, they seem to uh, swallow food more than they actually 
chew it. But I mean, she still has a few. She still has a few left. Uh, but it's a, a, a small old dog. Apparently, their teeth just slowly rot. You know, and her, her breath was so bad. That's what I've heard. Yeah, she had abscesses, so it was necessary. You know, and she was in pain. I think she was sleeping a lot. I'm so sneaky and all this stuff, and you got me the first moment you've seen me in years. See that? It's fine. I smacked I'm, you. you. I'm an entertainer. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not a scientist. You're you're the entertainer that has been entertained. I've got to entertain myself first. <laughs> Ever been to the Huddle House? I don't think so. It's a knockoff. Of the, of the Waffle House. house. Yeah. But uh, it's all right. It's all right if you want some of the you know. Yeah. Like a patty melt. Yeah, I, I I discovered the Waffle House when uh, I went to uh, New Orleans for, uh, after the hurricane. Do you um, what do you are you into physics at all? Actually, yeah. Recently, I I've been, I've been really interested in. What is it? It's it's really is it's like it's, physiology like everything? no 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 no. It's more is reality is, real? is reality real? That's physics. Yeah, I mean it, I'm really into philosophy. Yeah, but it, it, so you know, if, like you, if you want well, to discover not, something that's going to blow your mind, it's the whole idea that, it, 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 I, I read a book uh, about this, is that the observer is the one that creates reality. Reality doesn't exist without an observer. Uh, a lot of people, it's all in physics. Uh, it's it's all based on uh, optical analysis and all the theories. Like, Basically. Uh, 90% of matter is it doesn't exist so it's it's all perception it's is reality real you know well that so that's that's yeah i know but it, it, it it's been really interesting to to discover this like is is, is chemistry or biology is there any mathematics in any of this oh and mathematics is at the base of everything math is I'm, i like math math, math is, is exact you Nobody can't have argue. you can't have physics without math. No. Really? No, you can't. Interesting. Are you good at mathematics? I did a, in high school. I did a degree in math. Prove right. it. Um, oh. What's seventeen times three? Fifty-one. That's right. You guys are gonna have to um, you're gonna have to fact check that yourselves. I've heard Google's a good search engine. I guess. But that's right. No. See, it's because 15 times 3 is 45. And no. There's two left over from three of these things, and that's 6. No, 3 times 7 is so 21. 45 plus 6 is 51. <laughs> that's how I, my mind did it. Right. A much, much, much faster. Okay, yeah. you, you were just giving me a break. By this is the Biltmore House. Uh, this is not the Biltmore House. This is the Biltmore. That's the Grand Bohemian Hotel. I stayed there a night after I got married. Thank you, Molly. That's the fanciest deemed the fanciest McDonald's in the world by the Travel Channel. Oh yeah, uh, it's it was still on, the same same stuff though. They were having a, a top ten countdown of most unique McDonald's, and that one was like number five with fanciest. And my friend from high school was there taking a girl on a date. Interesting. It's a fun fact for you. I have, I mean, a, fun, I have a fun fact about McDonald's. You want to hear it? The Biltmore House is right over there. You want to hear it? Sure. I've been uh, there. At the last election in France, uh, the guy who ran and he got popular because he took his tractor and he plowed through a McDonald's in some small village in France because they didn't want McDonald's to settle in their town. He what? He plowed through. 
destroyed it. It was tractor. Did he win? He did. Yeah, the tractor destroyed the, the McDonald's. All those Royale cheese. <laughs> That's interesting. When was that? Oh, man, it's like early nineties, maybe. Are you are you spiritual at all? Do you believe in God? Do you believe in there's a God? I I have to tell you that the more you do science the more you really don't believe that this is just by random right. action. That's how I look at stuff is like like movies, like as a director. That's like God's telling a story. It's how I look at it. So that makes it make a lot of sense to me. It's like I can't write this good or something. So that, that's cool to think of it like Actually, there was a, I, I met a, a priest one day and he gave me an example. It's too good and perfect. You walk on the beach, let's say it's, it's 2100, okay? 2,100. There's no human left. You're the only one walking around on the beach. And then you feel something under your foot. You dig it. And it's a watch. Pocket watch. Right? And he's, he said to me, he said, what are you going to think? Do you think that that pocket watch evolved from rocks on its own? Or there was a builder? And I, that's what I see when I study uh, human bodies. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. That's, real, that's philosophy there. Yeah, it's, 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 you can, I mean. I was born in there, right there. It, you can't, I don't know, thinking of atoms will so, associate yeah, to make a, a strand of DNA that will store information. Yeah, that's thinking. It's, it's got a purpose. It's, it's, like it's, each nucleus is its own universe. You could do that, you know. Yeah, the infinite small, you know. But like, as somebody who like the way like the way as somebody who creates things and like entertains him, it's so comforting for me to think like this these stories all this intertwining thing that's like what I, I mean that's like the dream to be able to create and design all this stuff like that so it sounds like to me somebody did that somebody designed all of this yeah. and we're just in it it's, it's more of an energy it's more of an yeah, energy. Very, I, I it's beyond. That. I think it's beyond our understanding, really. Well, our physical. We're in these physical vessels. Yeah. Um. So it's an experience. Life is an experience that we're experiencing through the human body. But our, I believe that our energy, our spirit, our soul, or whatever, will continue on beyond that. It's been been around a lot longer. But these bodies have caught. Hey. That French French scientist Lavoisier. He says nothing is created, and nothing is lost. Everything's recycled. Right, yeah. I like that. So... Is, is France conservative? In like, like, I guess they're mainly a Christian-based... Yeah, country. no, it's it's Catholic, mostly. But, dude, I guess it's not like a, a huge movement of a country that's like... Or, I guess the United States is... Yeah, that's unique, very different. Or unique. Yeah, you have such diversity within the same, within Christianity. You have so many diverse ways of looking at it. And I think in France, I mean, the way I grew up, there was just only one way. You're Catholic or you're not. Are there like Muslims? They are, yeah. I mean, I mean yeah, I guess because there's huge Muslim Hebo communities. Yeah, there's a lo lo lot of. In like, uh, I guess it's just like everywhere, like Jews too. Uh, yeah, Jewish, Eastern. Muslim. You, you have, yeah, you have all sorts of cultures, but I think, you know. France is an old country, so the the right. one the one religion that was really leading or the most followed was Christianism, and mostly Catholicism. Is it mainly white there? I mean, by far. I uh, guess so. 
Well, it's now it's become diverse because you know you have a lot of borders. Well, Africa's right there, right? You have you know you have you have the Mediterranean Sea with Africa, but then you have you have Italy. You, you border with so many countries. You know, Spain, Italy, Germany. When's the last time you were there? 2018, I think. Oh, that's a long time. Oh, the the longest I haven't I had not been there was probably. Uh, Six, seven years. Did you have a hero when you were growing up? Yeah. Who? David Hasselhoff? No. <laughs> Who? Mr. Spock. For real? Yeah. Leonard Nimoy? Yes. That's cool, man. The guy That's who great. stays cool in all situations. Right, but he's also incredibly, you know, smart. He's, his emotions got the better of him from time to time, but that's what made him special. Uh, yeah, they kind of repressed. Because right. he has a part of him that is human. He's half human. Oh. And he forgets it. Some people don't know this, but it's Winona Walk Rider is his mother. Fun fact. <laughs> she she um, led Edward Scissorhands on, hung out with Beetlejuice a lot. Who? Winona Ryder. Oh. There's a character she played in films. So you do believe, I mean, so you're leaning towards that there is a higher power. Yeah, oh, this is the wrong way. I'd rather have to commit. All right, that's fine. There's always a way out, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm telling you, the this more where I work, that's my hotel. Oh, that's cool. It's a cool spot. It's it's, it's nice. Uh, I bet you have a nice little bed to lay uh, when you're too tired, right? In the back. King size bed? No, I don't. But they don't encourage just sleeping and stuff like that. Uh, you but nights though. I spend. I, I use. Uh, I really appreciate you because you know you're older than me. And I don't have a lot of great male or great examples, period. Yeah. Growing up, but you you use all utilize all of your time, and you're always focused on stuff. And I have become someone who's like that in my own way. Yeah. I use every second I have of my shift at night to work towards my goals and what I'm doing, better better my situation. It's terrific. Yeah. Am I lighter? Oh, whatever. That's good. Yeah, it's nice. So I spend all the time, all my time there at night. Like I took the night shift on purpose. Yeah. So I can. You have time to do things. Do all the stuff I'm wanting to do. Yeah. Look, when I start something, I I do a hundred percent, or I just there's no point doing it. And you're a Scorpio, huh? No, I'm Gemini. Oh yeah. That's that's an interesting thing to me. Yeah, I can party hard. I can. Gemini's are cool. But I work hard. What type of legacy do you hope to live behind? My children. And how has that changed over the years? Uh, it's total discovery. Every day is different. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but I love every minute of it. So I'm talking about, so your children are your legacy. Yeah, I mean, you, science, you don't know. You could be doing and discovering something tomorrow that changes everything. So you're doing Or you it, may not. You're doing it for just like... The sake of doing it. You like no, doing no, it. yeah, I, yeah, I love doing it, and what I'm doing now is is really, really interesting. It's really, it's I am where I wanted to be with research right now. I've finally found a place where I can express myself scientifically. What's it called? It's called the Center for Discovery and Innovation. When you used to work right there at Starbucks. Uh, she told me about that piece. Well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, I cannot predict what it is that I'm going to find or if I'm going to find anything, but I'm more working toward that goal. What do you look like? I heard you're working on COVID. We did. You yeah, good to go? I went, I went. Oh. 
um, yeah, we did. Like, you know, I went to this new place because we are directly connected with the hospital, so we could get human samples to do studies. And so as COVID hit, everything got shut down. I'm doing a study on lung cancer. Did you get shut down? We did get shut down for uh, like six weeks, and then we, we went back up because we have a facility that allows us to study uh, pathogens. I imagine everybody has to be vaccinated and is. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the logical thing to do. Right. It's not even, I mean, I, I saw something yesterday uh, that I saved because I thought it was funny. It says freedom. Like, can I read it to you? Please. Uh, I, I found when it. did you get vaccinated? Oh, like January this year? As, as I got I, vaccinated January too. As early as I could because I just, you know, I know. My, my, my only fear is to bring the virus to my kids. Even uh, if they may not get sick, uh, but I don't know. Have they had it? No, but I don't think they did. Have you? No, I didn't. I was pretty good. I got killed by him, man. It, it's the worst thing that's ever happened to me, really. That's saying a lot. Yeah. Freedom. Okay. Re ready? ready? Freedom. How you can reject modern medicine and die like a medieval peasant. Yeah, that's you intense. Know, it's earth fear. It's a national staple. Yeah. Uh, it's like Whole Foods, others like, but more like local. All right. I'm talking to my friend Tim here, who's going to be my next interview, and I'm planning it out, just like, because he doesn't have a telephone. This is how hippie Asheville is. He doesn't have a phone. There's, there's no way to get in touch with him except for coming to here. <laughs> Well, at least you make it personal. And I told him, I said, I'll meet, I'll see, I'll meet you Friday, and we'll talk about the interview. So, okay. And then there's this girl that I'm trying to, uh, not her, to not harass here. Oh. Yes. Right. <laughs> we'll see. All right. I'm open. And you have to wear a mask in here. You're ready. I am wearing a mask, brother. But this place is good. They have, you know, they, I got a good bag out here last week. Came by to see my friend Tim. Tim, at least 20 years. We grew up together. He works at Earth Fair. You can't call Tim. You can't email him. You can't do anything. All you can do is show up to Earth Fair and hope that he's there. Last time I saw him, he showed me his schedule and that he would be here today at this time. But he went to the urgent care because he slammed his hand into something. And I'll try again later. Here's Olivier. He can't believe he caught me off guard, man. I was so fucking ready for him. And he walked up on me when I was trying to... Anyway. I'll put that here. Is that okay? Yeah, whatever's fine. So I'm going to call your mom, tell her we come in, right? Yeah. Alright, cool. Well, I got, I got one little place, but yeah, I'm coming. Hey, are you going to meet her there? Uh, are we meeting her? I just want to see the dog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We we're going that way for sure. All right. I just got one more like fifteen minute stop and I'll be done. He All wasn't right. here. He slammed his hand in. This is Tori. He slammed his hand in something and she told him to go to the urgent care. Just now or yesterday? Just now. So he came in with his hand all beat up and. Uh, oh, he came. He got his hand beat up yesterday or something. He's got a bit of a temper. Oh, so you hit somebody up? No, he's, he's skinnier than you. Oh, so you probably watch out these guys. And he's not been trained in any way. And any, like, martial sports, you mean? Nothing. Nothing. 
Okay. So, you go to the high school. so you're going to the urgent care? No. Come by and see him later. And the girl wasn't even here either. Alright, so Adidas or Nike? Uh, Adidas, man. I, yeah, I grew up... I grew up... Uh, That's not what I was expecting. I can't believe I left the dangling coat hanger. That's okay. Adidas. I, I, there was a... I start as a kid. Play soccer? No, as Football? a as a kid, I was watching. Uh, it's okay. I was watching a band. What was it called? It was like it was like a hip hop band, and they had. The, oh, Run DMC. No, no, that was before that. That's what they were famous for. My Adidas. And then they they had like the suit, and right? The, hat, the, the whole hat. suit, the hat, yeah, the, the white DMC. gloves. That's Run DMC. They had the the lace on the ankle they around, had the song. My and they were they were like spinning on their back and stuff. I grew up with that stuff, so I did that 100. percent Did you like LL Cool J? <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I like uh, DMX. Oh yeah, he's dead. He's dead. Yeah, this year, right? Or last year? Last year. You want a cookie? No thanks. Maybe, yeah, actually. That's what it's gluten-free, though. Oh, these are from Earth Fair. They're not your typical fluffy cookie. Gluten-free. Oh, yeah, I know about I mean, this town has good options. A lot. Do you all have supermarkets where you live now? A lot of it. Yeah, a lot of different brands. That is expensive, though. Super expensive. All right, at the Vintage Convo Bar. Last stop. Now we're headed up the mountain. Uh, things can be good. <laughs> you have your here. You know I mean I learned a lot about my lungs, okay? Yeah, you know you should be fucking with it. Yeah, you're acting like like you were acting five minutes ago that you died. Yeah, but that's different. Like he's uh, guaranteed. Okay. You guaranteed to die too. Well. I don't have any kids or anybody. I just have some siblings who can get over it. Yeah. And I've made that decision. I'm, I'm responsible. Have you seen The Avengers Infinity War? <laughs> In the end game? Yeah, I've seen that. Um... What do you think about Thanos and his logic behind what he was trying to do? Well, no, I think we're overpopulating Earth, so it might be a good solution. Take a, That's uh, why I asked you this question. Biologically, it, it, it is necessary. And biologically, you know, we've had pandemics, viruses, and infections to limit the overpopulation. But right. We've, we've improved true. biology and medicine now. Now we're overpopulating Earth. We over using agriculture. We have we just have too much going on on Earth. You know. And that's why I'm, I might edit this part out too. But that's why some people are are gay and think that they're uh, think that they're the other sex and they were born. What What do you mean? Like you say? Like I think that's all similar to like. Um, I like dealing that you, with overpopulation. I explain, that, that's I explain like that to your sister, actually. I, that's my theory. I think that once you get, it's, if you if you look, we're at, being created in a way where we don't desire to create more. 
yet because of the surroundings. The surrounding is is loaded with chemicals there's that too are too many of us. That there are chemicals that inhibiting. Like for example, if you look at um, a queen bee, right? There's only one queen bee, right? And she makes all the bees, right? When the queen bee dies, there's another bee that rises and becomes the queen. But what happened is that the queen bee secretes pheromones to inhibit the other females from becoming queens. But when she dies, one of her rises, right? right so cool. there are chemicals. And so I'm thinking that because of the overpopulation, there are chemicals that are preventing us from overpopulating it. Right, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, I've explained, I, 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 that's my, been my theory for years, but... And it's not just like, uh, I mean, that, that's part of what overpopulation is doing, is that people are being born and it's evolving a different way because of that. Well, you also, you know, we look at the environment like it's cool, but, you know, the air you breathe in and out, once you breathe it out, you, you've modified it, right? It gets recycled by trees and stuff, but everything that is touched by humans is modified. It may, it may be cleaned up and stuff, but it's still a trace. So now you have a trace of something that becomes more abundant. Like there's a lot of estrogen in the environment because there's a lot. Women a lot. exhale estrogen. No, when they no. urine, when in the urine, you're gonna find estrogen. So the estrogen is gonna is gonna be released in the environment at at some level. It doesn't evaporate. I it's mean, a, it's a, no, it's a, everything absorbs it. It will at some point decay and break down, right? But there's still some that can be found. Like, like for example, they, they found uh, I mean, COVID in, in uh, lakes. Why? Or in, in the reservoirs. This is, this is 100% something I believe. This gas station up here on the left, it smells exactly like COVID-19. Exactly. This is a gas station that's open on my way to work. Yeah. Um, they, it smells like that one right there, the Sitco. Yeah. And what do you what did you do you describe as smelling like COVID nineteen? It's like fungus cleaning supplies, kind of. Oh yeah, and that that's the smell. I don't you know. Had. Every time I go, that's the smell you had when you were at COVID. Every time, no, you have no smell. Is what I say. But every time I go in there, I'm like, this is exactly what I imagine COVID nineteen smells. Oh, okay, that's, oh, that's so, where I'm supposed to go because it's there. so disagreeable to you. Yeah, it's so foul. And yeah. it's supposed to be like a clean smell. Yeah. So, I'm just going to keep going this way. It's easier than I, I'll around. trust you on direction here. Oh, I grew up. I do know about this town. Yeah, you grew up here. Do you have any thoughts on like euthanasia? For who? People? Oh, me? that's a good enough answer. For me, I can read between the lines. For who? That means that I think it should. I think it's cool for some folks. Don't well, you think for like terminally ill people that are like it's like it's guaranteed they're gonna have nothing but misery and pain and they're gonna be bedridden. It's well, it should be a personal choice. I think. You know, right. It should be. It should not be regarded as as a weakness. Actually, I read some an article recently about a lady who was like uh, higher up somehow and she committed suicide because she had long haul COVID and she told her husband and kids that she could just could not take it anymore. You know what I mean? People go through pain and, and misery and at some point they just want to call it a day, you know? What do you think of Lydia's job? The one she has now, is, I mean, it's the hours that are difficult, but the one she had before was really hard. Which one was before? When she worked in the hospice, when people come and they... Yeah, but she's working with kid hospice now, right? No, not kind of, no, no, no. It's it's more like a kid. Uh, oh, they're just sick. They, they're they're, not, they're sick. Not so, so you you okay. 
you maintain them uh, to a normal state of health, right? Yeah. Although they're intubated and they are like immobilized. It's or, probably an incredibly humble place to be. Humbling place. Yeah. Yeah. You. you I guess you know. What is cancer? It's a like a. It's like a. A mutation of cells that makes it more than one cell, or more than well, the cells are supposed to be. It's it's what you would call, you know, it's a pirating of a program for a bad cause. So it's the duplication of. It's like a cells. hijacking of what's, what's organized to, to to a disorganized state, right? You cells multiply, right? They all multiply, right. but it's organized and multiply when needed. Uh, cells. Uh, move so they can go where they're supposed to go. That's called motility, but that could become invasion. Motility? Motility. 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 So one of the biggest problems with cancer is, okay, you get a tumor, UK, right? Let's remove it. But it becomes really, really a problem when the cells start to move. Metastasis. When cells go escape the, the, the original state, state where they were, and, then, and they start invading other tissues disrupt the function of the organs and then and then people die of all sorts of uh, diseases you know invades the brain then you have people lose all their senses they become paralyzed uh, they lose function in the organs so you do work on breast cancer I started with breast cancer now I'm working on lung cancer because uh, they're like one like one ca cancer is the same no matter it just hits different places well cancer now uh, it's it's a well, broad term it's a broad term but it's more like it's cells that have become erratic. They multiply and invade, and they don't have a purpose to maintain the organism. They have like, because they are erratic, they will destroy the organism. It's like a, it's like an application in your computer that is slowly chipping out all your virus. memory and just like, right. yeah, it's, a, it's like a virus. It's like a trickle. It just, it's gonna take down the it's organism at some point. Yeah, it's but it's a self-parasite oh, because it's your own. Well, what is AIDS? HIV? Oh, that's a virus. That's different. Because so you because you can't contract. Cancer. If you're not exposed to HIV, you're not gonna you're not gonna make HIV. Cancer. But are they similar in what they do? They'll kill like you. HIV breaks your immune system down. All yeah, the yeah, and, and then actually the the in cancer, you know, your immune system just is challenged. Yeah. You know. Right, but it doesn't like specifically. Wipe out your immune system. Well, the problem with with cancer is some of these treatments will wipe out your immune system, right? Chemotherapy, radiation, it will wipe out your immune right. system. So, uh, and it can create new mutations, and that's what happens. People, they, so something survives. <clears throat> yeah, so part of the cancer survives, and it attaches to something that's really weak. It's just a new clone, and then that clone makes new cells that will do. So other you're trying things. to kill kill all the clones. That's what chemo does. Yeah, but the problem is that Kills out good tumors are something called, as a term is called, heterogeneous, meaning that it's not one type of cells. There's a multitude of cells that have acquired mutations. Some of them multiply faster than others. Some of them will invade tissues. Some of them will do other things. So it's a mass that is made out of a, a variety of cells. And when you use a drug, you, you kill some of those cells, but you don't kill them all. And what yeah, happens is that yeah. you have this false impression you have eradicated the cancer, and then ten years later, people are oh, so it's sitting dormant. It's dormant uh, yeah. because it's so weak. It's just it waits for the right signal. It's, it's not making 
it's waiting for a signal. Those are those are like a radio. They call, they call it cancer stem cells. They just seed in the organ, un, undetected, and then at some point something happens, and those cells start creating new tumors. And generally, this is what takes people down. The the secondary cancer. Like because. Because the, the the cells have acquired new mutations. It comes so back. Oh, so it's even stronger. It's stronger every it's, time. It's more invasive. Uh, it's it's acquired a knowledge of the drug you were using, so the, the drug is no longer potent. So uh, the only way to get kill it is to kill every clone. I tell you, this is, the, the only almost, way. Almost the only way to to uh, to attack cancer is what I'm doing. What are you doing? Early detection. Because, because of like DNA and like hereditary stuff or like the early detection, whatever it is, uh, the signals from these cancer symptoms. cells, leftovers, traces of these early cancer cells to see, oh, there is a cancer that is starting to grow in your liver. You go in there and you eradicate them before they become all of these bad things, right? So early detection, and this is what's worked for breast cancer. Early detection is the only, and well, not the only, but it's the best approach against breast cancer. You have a lot of women that have a treatment and they are in remission right. for like 10, 20, 30 years, but then at some point the cancer may come back. So most of the time, the cancer's still there when it's benign. Yes. Or so like once you contract it, you're gonna probably have it to your death. You have a potential propensity for having a mutation or having something that creates cancer cells. Interesting. Because and there's something that triggered it initially. Uh, yeah, age. inside of your, your age. body. Your, your, your immune system. Your immune system is always checking that everything is in place, working correctly, that something is not doing things the wrong way. And at some point, you know, as you age, your immune system goes down a little bit. Because whatever caused it the first time is doing the same thing it was doing before, so there's a good chance it will cause it again. Yeah, it's, but it's genetics. It's Some of it is genetics. You have right. mutations, like some of the hereditary cancers. Those are important well, genes. Like stuff like colon cancer and stuff like that, or lung cancer. All cancers are specific mutations that could be inherited. You can, you can add a lot of light, like likelihood because you smoke a pack of cigarettes every day. Well, you day. make things worse. Or if you eat a pack of hot dogs yeah. every day. But that goes with another. So the one diet coke every day. Exactly. So you have the hereditary cancer, the one you acquire because you have a mutation from your parents, right? And you have the sporadic cancer, the one that appears that wasn't there. The hereditary one would be easier to do the pre. Yeah, like when women show up at the doctor and they have breast cancer, they're gonna look for specific genes that are known to be mutated. BRCA1, BRCA2, some of those genes that people know. Are related to cancer. It's like an X-ray. No, no, they take they take Sonogram? tissue. They, they they actually do oh, genetics. Yeah, yeah. Right. They, they they test for they for this mutation. That's what they're. You're the guy that they when they send it to the lab. Yeah, you have labs that are FDA approved that have specific tests and they, they will run it to make sure that you don't have this mutation. But what you were talking after is also important and it's a good point. The sporadic cancers, the one that happened that nobody had any clue it was going to happen. And a lot of it is right. environment-based. Because they've been living at, going to the beach every day for 30 years. They, they get they get skin cancer. Right. Or they've been smoking every every day of their life for the past 30 years. No, they get lung cancer because then they have mutations. Right. Because some of those chemicals you're exposed to every day, they are called mutagens. They attack the DNA. The DNA has a lot of 
systems to repair itself to the original state it sure. was in. But sometimes there's a few repairs that just don't happen, right? Yeah, it, the body wasn't designed, planning to have these new additives like smoke or... And then, but yeah, but it's constant. So you have pesticides, sun. you have cigarettes, you have... Food additives. All, all these chemicals that are put in food, all these preservatives. I, I recently read about uh, one of the... I, and you will see this probably get worse in in the next 10 years. Those are chemicals that are being used by firemen, you know, in the foam that they spray. Sure, like in a fire extinguisher. Right, and these chemicals have, are, are very carcinogenic. And they go, once the foam is on the ground, it seeps in the ground, it may go in the aquifer, and people drink the water. And that's not going to be lethal. I think they call PFAs, um, PFAs. Won't be le lethal drinking it one. You know, no, it's long times. term. It's long term. But if you've been, uh, you're a little girl who's developing. Look at the movie, uh, I Brokovich. What's her name? The with uh, John Malkovich. No, Aaron Brokovich. Aaron yeah. Brokovich. It's a good movie. That's what it is. People have been exposed to sort of. I think it was radiation, but you don't die from radiation unless you are in Chernobyl and then you're what? exposed to the those they were exposed. But it's long term. Like radon. Radon is a gas that you find in basements because there's like, no air. Uh, GMOs. Yeah, does that cause problems? Could be. It could be. It could be. Who knows? Well, definitely, probably twenty years from now. Yeah. Well, there are people that are like, for example, there are some foods that are GMOs. I eat it, and it just doesn't sit right with me. I just don't digest it well. Right. You know, it's just we think that we understand DNA. You what know? about like the amount of sugar we all take? Oh, uh, that. I, this is the downfall from this country. Honestly. You think? Well, uh, it's yeah. one of them. Oh no, sugar! This is the but poison. Like, uh, this is poison. Well, it's. it's I love sugar. You don't have an option. I love sugar. But you don't have I, an option. Let me give you an example. When I, like, hey, when I first money. when I first got to the states, uh, there was a, a deli at the corner of uh, where I worked, right? So I would come out of my experiments, take a break, twenty minutes, and I would get those teas, Arizona teas. You know those right. pecans? Yeah, I like the. At the part. time, at the time, it was 22, 22 gram per serving. I tried to drink this like a couple of years, ago. years ago. Yeah, 22 grams or 26. Now it's like literally 40 grams. It's 38 grams. They keep adding more. You like know what I mean? Like, like, it's more like, and more uh, and more like and more and more. How much can people take? Right. And it's addictive, right? Sugar is, is nice. Yeah, it's, sugar is nice. You can definitely tell when you've had it, and unless you just consume it only or in everything hard. You can definitely tell when you stop taking it as, as much too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you like feel it's, it. It's, it's in, in every part. Yeah, but look, now kids eat cereal full of sugar. They eat bread full of sugar. Yeah, we they don't have, have drinks option, full yeah. of sugar. It's in everything. You have to literally hunt for stuff in the grocery store. Right, you have to go to like to limit your intake or to Whole Foods, and you have to pay more money. Yes, and you have to spend more time to, uh, like planning it. Or you know, you do what we do. We so start. We start so, from the ingredients. It's so tough because you can trust we've, manufacturers. We've all been growing up this way, where like, you, like you, my dad was a manager at Wendy's forever. So like, yeah. that's a fast meal you have to eat. It's it's, it's you know, and I, I luckily have enough thought to think about it, at least. Uh, but every, that's how we all are. Everybody in this country, especially in the. I tell you what. The, I tell you what the problem is is that everybody. I don't know if. They thought of it, but they do not question the motives of the people who manufacture their food. They just well, think we, that it's on the shelf, so it's good. And it's not. I mean, we're starting to look at it a lot more than we did. 
and it's it's important. Like and that's what I was saying is that with, with us in our family, we cook from ingredients. Like yeah, when we make when we make, I give you an example. When we make spaghetti, so that's a conscious decision y'all made. No, I just I find it's poisonous. Right. It's poisonous. You know. And it's better. Actually. Like I've when I make spaghetti sauce, I get those cans that come from Italy. Just tomatoes. Because I know they come from Italy, so they made just out of tomatoes. You go and you get that the the prego yeah, or whatever it is. You don't even look. It's you don't look, time. and you look at it, it's 20, 28 gram per serving. So well, here that, we go again. Not just of that, sugar. it's all the different types of acid and stuff that you don't know. All the preservatives, all the chemicals, you know. It, it, so we start from scratch. We cook the meat, uh, we add the tomato sauce, we add a bit of cheese, rather than, you know, it's 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 way it's way better to go to the store and not have to worry. You put that can, you know, that sugar yeah, full of, you, you heat it up, you put it on spaghetti, done. It's quicker. I mean, it didn't used poisonous. to be like this. It's poison. It's poison. Because, you know, you used to, I mean, the past century has changed because of the transportation. The because people don't have time. We can just get, get stuff that's like... Uh, Pre-done. Frozen. in factories, uh, mass quantities. Yeah. But it's not... But you used to be able to, like, I'm getting this stuff that had to come from over there because it's the only place, person in town that yeah. um, makes it. All right, how about this? If you could, If you could have a pleasant evening, dinner, and, you know, a walk... With anybody on the planet who's been alive or dead, like like Dolly Parton, maybe, yeah. um, who would that be? You think? I think I'd like to hang out with my grandfather. Did you know him? Yeah, when I was a kid, you know, my parents worked, so I spent a lot of time with him and took me in the woods. Is your father? We would go over. It's he's my he's my dad's mom's second husband, so okay. he's his father-in-law, I guess. Right. We go in the woods. We, we pick up uh, like blackberries. Uh, I I I really enjoyed nature or working and and doing things with him. You know, was he just an old soul? He's, yeah, he's an old guy, but he was always he would always like stand up for me when he felt like you know they were being hard on me. So uh, right, he was an ally. He was an ally, and he was nice. He would always be on my side. He wouldn't make time for me when everybody was busy doing whatever. Wouldn't make you feel stupid for not knowing. Exactly, stuff. he would listen to me, and we would watch. We'd watch rugby together. That's important to have somebody like that in your life. Somebody was there to listen to you or be there for you. Not, you know, I know parents get busy and they want their kids to be able to time, but you gotta make time for your kids so they can value the interaction they have with you. Do you do you enjoy film at all, like Billy Elliot or Sister Act Two, or maybe Under Siege? Um, I actually recently I got back into the Matrix. Right, I did too. Yeah, because I know there's one coming in like a week, a couple of weeks. It's gonna be on HBO Max. And I I got my kids to watch the Matrix. I was what like, do you think? I think Nora really liked it. London wasn't oh, too. Oh, well, she's uh, deep. She liked it. She but she likes it because I like it. Right. She trusts that. If we watch it, we're gonna have fun together. And, and but you, she, you she comments. That, do you remember when it came out? Oh yeah, for, I watched. Was a senior in high school, and he he was all about it. It was like what ninety nine or two thousand. Yeah, ninety nine. Big year for movies. Fight Club, American Beauty. Oh, uh, Fight Club is the best movie ever made. It's one of them. It's a book from before that. Actually. Yeah, yeah. I haven't read it. Have you ever Have you ever been in a fist fight? Well, I, as a kid, yeah, you know. Well, especially you playing rugby, you know. Right, what did you get in a scrum? 
No, you just, you know, actually one time... Uh, How'd I, you do? You, oh, everybody walks out either... I mean, in the fight. How'd you do in the fight? Okay, I guess. Right. It's not about right. hurting somebody. It's about standing your ground. Respect. Respect. I remember the last time I got into a fight, some guy punched me in the ear and he broke my eardrum. Fuck that. Yeah, it was like, a, it was the perfect blow. I haven't punched in the ear. It made me so mad <laughs> that I knocked the guy's teeth out. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. I just let I didn't do it know. on purpose. Yeah, I know. Happened. Yeah. Because he, he swung at me and he hit me, in, he couldn't hit me anywhere, but he hit me in the ear. And hit me in the ear? And it embarrassed me in front of all my friends. I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to murder you. I did murder him. He's alive no. as far as I know. Yeah. Oh, he's actually not. No, but you know, as you, I'm six one, and so I don't have right. a lot of people that challenge me. Right. And I was six one when I was. You seven, have a good 17. reach. You're yeah. an intense guy, and I think it comes across pretty quickly. Yeah, that I yeah. I was not. Being, I don't imagine you back down. No. No. That, so you are you're a very let's see I had, I worded it well, but I can't remember the wording of this question, so I'm gonna just so you're complex you're a complex individual. You're, you're, you're very smart and you're very driven. Driven is the word. I like um, that one. Why science? Challenges my mind. It challenges my mind. I imagine you could excel at whatever you, you applied, like whatever you applied yourself to. Yeah, but I could do all these other things. But science. It's a challenge every day? Every day. You That's get cool. an answer, like you get an answer, and then you have five more questions that come up with that That's new cool. answer. Every time. It's like, it's never done. You ever worked with some shitty scientists? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to name, but... What, are they I'm, lazy or...? The cheaters. The liars. They just... Yeah, you know, I don't like dishonest people. Yeah, that's, uh, science is all about honesty. If you can't be honest in that job, you should do something yeah, else. Yeah, you guys are... Well, it's all about like, honesty. You're on the same team because you're trying to build whatever. No, but if you put data out for people to read, they have to trust that it's true because the data oh. try to reproduce what you were doing and it doesn't work. Then what was the point? So they're just trying to look good for a moment. No, they make a living. They make a living. Science is not making a living. It's 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 really enjoying. There's not room for vanity in science. Uh, there is, apparently, because there's a lot of vain people that... When they achieve, you could realize the personalities. But what, uh, like, what pisses, like, what makes you angry? Like, what do you have? What, what are your pet peeves the most? Uh, the most, I think, is entitlement. That's hard, though. If, if, if somebody's entitled, I, I'm entitled, but I, I catch myself. Yeah. And I don't love it most of the time. But I hear you. I hear you. It is. It is. A, it is a rough thing. You know, um, when you were, what I'm saying is that you try. You doing the right thing. And somebody cuts you off, and they don't do the right thing, and they, they take what you were putting out for somebody who deserves it, and they just take it because. It sounds like you don't like cheats either, or people that like cut corners. I don't like cheaters at all. Or bullies. I don't like bullies. Yeah, but who likes bullies? I mean, I'm a bully, uh, but like a bully of a bully. I bully bullies. Yeah, that that's the the, the taste of their own medicine. Right. So I'm saying like, okay, so no, I I would do that sometimes. You know, I see somebody's. I can remember I was on I learned the, that from your wife. Let, let me tell you, I remember that I was on the highway driving and there was a, a trail a truck to trail a truck that was that was I don't know what happened, but the guy was chasing a car and he he went to the left and he was gonna put this car into the wall, into the middle wall. And I got in front of the, the truck, I was like, You stop that, you asshole. Why? 
I don't know what happened, but I felt like this guy was going to kill the car. So I, I put it in front of the car. I called the cops. I said, this guy is trying to kill this guy in this car. And it's not a fair fight. He's driving a truck. The guy's driving a right, small car. driving a semi. I was like, no, you're not going to do this. So I, I went in front of him. I slowed on my brake. I tried to make him stop. He cut me off on the side. And he took off. This <clears throat> is in New York? Yeah, it was in New York. Of course. Yeah, but if you don't stand up for people that you don't know what happened, though. No, I'm not kidding. I learned this from Lydia, your wife, my sister. Um, if you have the courage and the backbone and the smarts to take people down when they're being uh, they bullied, go too far. It's then, fine. Uh, that's your job if you can do it and, and everybody else is scared. The kids get in fights sometimes. You don't know who started it and you're like, all right, you did the right thing. But then one of them escalates too much. This is the problem. You got to know when to stop. You made your point. Move out. Get out, right? And some people just, once they are in a rage, they cannot stop. They go too far. It is, I mean, as somebody who's figured a lot of this stuff about himself, I've, I've, I've had, I, I have rage sometimes. It's hard. It's so hard in the moment to back out of it. Now you have to, you have to work on towards it, figure out ways to be like, I'm, I'm it's approaching okay. somewhere I shouldn't be, and I'm about to be nasty. You have to understand um, your triggers. Right. But most, I mean, what triggers the rage is more important than you trying to control the rage. It's like trying to stop an avalanche. You can't stop an avalanche. But you can put some nets at the top of the mountain right. so you prevent the avalanche. Because you know that there's going to be an avalanche on this road. Exactly. You, you prevent it. it. So you look for the triggers rather than the rage. You can't stop the rage. It will slow down at some point. But what's important is you, you can have a rage, but don't put other people's life right. or don't, don't in danger. Leave it to yourself, man. Yeah. Go in the woods. Go in the woods. Or get out of my vision or out of my run. Situation. Go yell somewhere, but just just take it out of the way. Don't don't hurt. Is there people. the equivalent to Boy Scouts in France? Uh, uh, that's a really good answer. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Well, what about Girl Scouts? Like I, look, I left France like almost twenty five years ago. Yeah, but so. that was little kids. Is but I know that my dad was a Boy Scout. Oh, so I guess that's the thing. I mean, he was Boy Scout. I don't know if it's, it's the same as of, it's the uh, same company as the Boy Scout of America. It might be the Boy Scout. But friends. like a general assembly yeah, for yeah. young people. To, yeah, there has to be. Did you play athletics at all when you were a kid? Yeah, that, I I loved it. You do. Landon needs to do that. I was talking. I know. You develop camaraderie, discipline. You understand like what it's like to Teamwork. win. Teamwork. You understand what it's like to lose. I know. Camaraderie. And this is where I made a lot of my friends at first. I started with in track. My life is because of sports teams I was on. I started with track. You immediately gravitate to, to like like similar people to you when you get on a team of fifty people in middle school. Yeah, because a lot of them. Oh, suck. you're talking about football team. Well, not just football. Uh, football, basketball, baseball, wrestling, whatever. You track. learn true competition. You can only be on the team or it's playing right. the game it's, if you're good. It's one of the best things you learn in school. You got you got to work at it. Because you could learn in grade school and high school. I could learn all of that in the summer. From what I've learned in my in my high school education in, in four. Yeah. You really could learn all everything in the summer that they teach you. Yeah. But you can't teach like how to play with other kids, how to share, how to stand up for somebody, how to how to dig in when you're tired. You didn't ask me how I met your sister. I thought that was gonna be uh it's not over. Okay. But like both of your children are brilliant and beautiful and they're exceptional children. And we are in the right environment. You are in a good environment. There's diversity, there's exposure, 
there's a lot going on. You know, I think this is what kids need. They need a lot well, of that's stuff. That's part of it, but they also have good personalities and they're smart and they, they pick up things. So I'm saying, what do you tend to do with them? I can, look, all kids have the potential to be that. When we go to that's France true. or when we make a trip, I, there there is like a, a, a mental explosion that happens afterward. They like they become smarter. They're excited and curious. They, they, they discovered something. They opened something else. Proud. They want. They, like they sometimes they like Nola is like oh look I drew the Eiffel Tower, why? Because she went there, she saw it, she remembers it, and she's part of in there. I mean this was an example, but every time we have a trip, they get out of their small repetitive routine and they go explore something else. It opens their mind. My mother would say, God don't make no junk. <laughs> well, in, in the mountains, you may have inbred that you could consider junk. <laughs> um, do you have any thoughts on cloning? Yeah, I think I think the future of cloning in research right now is the idea of creating organs to replace the organs of people that fail. Right, stem cell stuff on it, like yeah, growing an ear on the back of a Yeah, mouse. so you, you can make kidneys, you can make livers, you know, and then people have cancer. Rather than waiting for a compatible organ from somebody who was killed in a crash, car crash. Oh, so you're talking about real cloning, like how they're doing it on like... Yeah, but they have, they have like... Not like multiplicity. They have, you know how you have uh, those 3D printing, uh, 3D printers? Sure. Yeah. They have 3D printing uh, for organs. That's they, cool. They culture cells and then they print organs. I tell you, when I was in the hospital with COVID, that was the most, uh, like an adult wake me up, like you're an adult now, moment was when she came in and showed me an x-ray of my lungs yeah that's your stuff now you're left, in charge of this my left lung is halfway down is completely scarred and didn't look like the rest of it i was like i mean it can fix blah, blah, it blah. stopped yeah over time but i was like oh my goodness yeah it, it took my breath away yeah so i think in that sense cloning might be helpful where you give a few cells of your body and then they clone it and then they recreate an organ for you to replace the it's one also incredibly dangerous well, it depends. So like what cancer and stuff, it could, I mean, couldn't you imagine? Like how that stuff could be more likely to like mutate? Well, if, it, if you stopped with stem cells, you don't your have, own stem cells. Because you, you don't know, because the research hasn't been done for decades and decades and decades and centuries. Yeah, but it's like everything. You, you, need, to, you need to start somewhere. You're going right, to yeah. have to have better testers, people that are going to realize that, you know. But look at it now, they like, they do a heart transplant. Right, I mean, it was like a pig's heart. Yeah, and kidneys. I think I, I heard recently that they were doing ki uh, pig kidneys transplant, and it actually works. You think that uh, that stuff's going on a lot more than we know? Like using there are a lot of labs. I look at what happened in China with uh, COVID. Right. All right. I'll tell you this. <laughs> Me and Aaron were driving in Hendersonville in a place called Bat Cave. The night that Tom Hanks got diagnosed with COVID and the night that we found out that the NBA was canceled. And we were driving and we hit a bat with a windshield. A bat hit us. Now that's a prophetic sign. I don't know why it's been given to me and Aaron. That oh, was a sign of? Like this is, COVID is here now. Oh, with the bat? Okay. Right. Because okay. we were all kind of scratching our heads, not like making a big deal of it. It was back when, you know, Trump was telling us that he'd be gone in a week. Yeah, but you know the whole thing about bad coming from bad is is it's a lie, man. You think it was made in a lab?
it is 100% made in lab. The way this virus is capable of infecting different type of organs and tissues, it was it was not engineered. It was it was pushed through evolution. Interesting. Do your kids do your kids have chores that you set out upon them? Uh, not enough. No, not really. Probably good at them if you did. Nola actually, Nola comes and uh, she helps me because you know your sister works at night, right, as a nurse. Right. So I come home and uh, I, I cook, and Nola comes and she's like, "You need help, Daddy?" I'm like, "Yeah. Why don't you help me? Why don't you make a salad?" And she she can make the salad from start to the end. She cuts the all the the vegetables. She makes the vinaigrette. She got. She, she got, makes it. I'm not. Good. Oh yeah, she made the vinaigrette the other night. She doesn't make, she doesn't take a bottle, unscrew the cap and make vinaigrette. She actually makes it. She mixes oil, she makes an emulsion, she uses French mustard. She makes a perfect vinaigrette. So, do you think, uh, do you think that you're better than me? No. <laughs> I, I don't, Sorry. I don't compare myself. That's good, man. That's why people excel. That's why people will come. I compare myself to me. Right. That's the I, only I, reason. That's the I am not as good as I want to be. So, I, and I find, try to find my flaws and I try to correct them. If you were alive during the time of World War Two and you got drafted, yeah, would you go? Yeah. And how do you think you would fare? Uh, I, I don't know. You know, I spent a, a year in the army. I, I learned to shoot and stuff, so I wasn't too bad. But it, a lot of being in the army in time of the World Wars is luck. Wrong place, wrong right. time. Right place, right time. I mean, I'm not a killer. I would hate that. I'd have a real hard time. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's that's the one question we don't have to really. But ask. it also, if, if everybody you know is going and your friends and your brothers going, in, yeah, but I can tell you, I spend a year in the army, and it's something that Which happens. Army? It's the French army, Earth army, like ground army. Like the French, yeah, France? the French army. It was like a military service. If in World War Two, which side would you fight for? That's a joke. Whatever, work, whatever country I'm in. Tell me about, or what are your thoughts on pro wrestling? Uh, I don't watch much of it. Never cared for it? it it's fake, though, right? Yeah, it's a dance. It's a, it's a it, gross dance. It's like ballet for gross big men. Yeah. yeah no, I mean, it's a show. I think it's good for kids. The same way you have those uh, monster truck shows, right? Oh, have you ever been to one of those? Oh, yeah. It's incredibly entertaining. And loud. I'll tell you, professional wrestling is a great time in person. It's a lot of fun because all the people yeah. get so excited. And, uh, they're, you know, these are stars. Yeah, and you know, I mean, you're still looking at people that are pretty buffed, right? Right, The Rock was a wrestler. Yeah, I mean, this is impressive. Star in the world. It's impressive what you can achieve with steroids. Hey, you better, <laughs> I mean, well, actually, I don't know. I don't hear. Dude, you don't become that big without a little bit of help. Right, I was about to say something about my I mean, even uh, Schwarzenegger actually admitted that he was juicing. Of course he was, man. He's a most beautiful big man in the world. He was he was a legend in Europe. Was he? Oh yeah. Oh, Conan the Barbarian. Well, he came here with nothing. Yeah, I know. But a speedo. But uh, a will, a strong will, right? right. He, he went all the way to becoming governor of California. That's that's he impressive. He would have been president 100 if, if he had been born. Right. Yeah. He yeah. He was popular. People liked him. Spoke his mind. Do you have any thoughts on Mitt Romney? Uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I could tell, what I could say is that um, initially I thought he wasn't really 
There wasn't much. There wasn't much, but he stood up Crazy. against some things that yeah. made no sense, and I, I thought that was a uh, that was good. He put his career on the uh, on the line for things that he felt like were wrong, and that, that's well, how you recognize a man. And he's all right, and he's done it a couple times. You stand up for the right thing, whatever happens to you. Oh, that's but... the measure of a man, yeah. Exactly, that's how you measure a man. Do you think that you're too hard on yourself? Yeah, but that's what keeps me going. Right. What you've had to do for a long time to get to where you are now. Yeah, just the problem is that I grew up this way, so I'm used to it. But sometimes I have to correct myself, either with your sister or my kids, because you know they don't have the same discipline as as I put on to me. So they need time before they get to that point. You know what I mean? And that's up to them. It's it's it is the difficult part. You can be hard on yourself, but can you be as hard on others as you are? Well, on that's yourself? probably giving you a lot of growth you've probably grown a lot because of that because you wouldn't have done that otherwise but then, you know. yes but you sacrifice a lot oh i know i'm 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 becoming a vessel like that myself you sacrifice a lot you sacrifice everybody away so you I sacrifice what i'm trying to do like you sacrifice so you know fun yeah but you know you achieve things i'm pretty hard on myself i know honestly. i know but it, it's for a point i'm not doing it because I'm yeah, but a lot of it is a lot of it is uh, I'm trying to do something. You're bringing. Well, that's part of it too. You're right. Yeah. Like validating, like that I'm good enough. The voice that. you have in your head when you want to do something and you're telling yourself you can't do it or you should do it. It's it's the voice of your bringing. You know, your parents. If, if being hard on you, you're being hard on well, yourself. Dad is never hard on me at all. Mom, mom has been irrationally hard on me forever. That's because her mom's so hard on her. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I was saying, is that and you can like, be hard on your kids, but you have to connect with them. Well, they have to respect they have, you and trust you. They have to trust you. They want to lie. How do they trust you? They want to please you. They, no, they will trust you because they know you're doing that for them, for the good. Because when you want to do something good and fun with them, you are. And, they're, and you're there for them, you know. So they trust that you... When it's hard, they're going to have to say, well... It's hard, but there must be a reason. If you were to go to prison for life, how do you think you'd handle that? Uh, I don't think I would do well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nobody would mess with me unless they forced it somehow. What? But um, yeah, that'd be really, really, really depressing. Yeah, you lose, you lose, you do lose freedom. You know. What, what advice do you have for me? For your life, or what? Whatever you want to tell me. You've always... Don't give up. Uh, I am not past that, man. I'm, I'm doing, I, I've been through enough, and I've seen the results of hard work enough where I know what I'm doing now. Um, I, I, that's what I said to your sister, and I think I tell everybody, is like, try to finish something you start all the way to the end, and right. you get a taste for it taste of finishing because I think this is the biggest problem with a lot of people people start things but they don't finish it well, it's, a, it's cultural I don't know if it is but partially and you know like you said that's what we your upbringing yeah, my dad said that to me one day and I I, I was old enough to understand what he meant that I was like I How finished it I was I was probably like 24 and I was like but I'm finished it's like no you're not look at this and I was like yeah I guess and I realized that, you know, 
You still paint? No. But I miss it. I do miss it. When's the last time you painted? Oh, man. It's been like... Hey, I'll tell you what. 12 years? I'm not having a lot of confidence in my, like, art, stuff like that, like actual art, because, you know, I'm a writer and I like to write and plan. Uh, but when I do draw and doodle, it's a lot like your stuff, how it's abstract and it's kind of... Yeah. Your mind feels diet. rested. It's my nice. Mind, it's really well, it's nice. Like, it's like, it's like, uh, it's like reading a book, you know, it puts your, 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 your soul at peace. You just... Once I'm done painting, yeah, it's, it's like cooking a good meal. I, I will go to bed at peace. I'm like, oh, that was good, you know. And it, it's just the exposure to the colors, the forms, the expression I of self. I liked everything I saw. You. Uh, it was good. I like it. It's just, and then you don't have time. I, I have some space. of my paintings in my office, and when people come right. in my office, they're like, oh wow, and I like that, right? Because it's different, and I, I like I like their their input, and they say, oh, I like this, so I know that. Okay, people like you, that. Let me put more of this. That in uh, your twilight years? Yeah, definitely. I yeah. want to go back to this. I'm actually thinking about exploring more of that with Nola. Do you have like? Yeah, definitely. She she needs some. Help. She's very creative. She's got she very needs as many outlets as you can find for her. I, I realized recently that she loves crafting, and I got her the girl every possible of her head. every possible thing she can craft with. I already bought for her. <laughs> Do you think Cotton Candy is dumb? I love cotton candy. Did your sister tell you when we went to uh, to see uh, Bill I did Burr? not know that. We went to see Bill oh, Burr? Well, yeah, was that great? Yeah, well, there was a fair on the, on the side of the, the ocean, mm -hmm. and I wanted cotton candy. What color did you get? Well, I got blue. I like pink. Only good. Well, pink's good. And I like the one that, you know, they twirl around in front of you. Yeah. I, I don't like the bag ones. Yeah, I don't like the bag ones. It's kind of warm. The bag ones, it tastes like preservatives well that's like uh it's like diet coke or something it's like uh you're not supposed to be able to have this it's like DiGiorno pizza yeah yeah it's got to be fresh like everything else everything is better fresh you know? so what's it like being a parent when i first met you you had a punching dummy in your apartment yeah um you had a chair and a plant and it had you had elmo and then my my mattress on the floor right not much basic yeah. Whatever I need. Well, yeah, I get it. I mean, I live that way because it's just me. I love my kids. I, I you know, I don't What's want to want like? kids. Is it, is it, uh, I love it. Is it intense? Is it? It's ne there's you never. You have to sacrifice a lot, I yeah. imagine, like that you would never have otherwise. You got. You have to be ready for it. You have to want it. it made you grow up a lot, like in the ways that you had. Yeah, but sometimes I find myself like I'm, I'm acting like a, old man. And I'm like, nah, I shouldn't be like this, you know. Yeah, but at least you can catch yourself. That's big time. Yeah, but you you don't want to repeat some of the mistakes you suffered from your parents, right? How did you meet my sister? Uh, that's a long story to explain, but it's pretty 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 simple. Uh, in 2015. No. 2015? Uh, 2005. 205. Yeah, 205. 205. Yeah. yeah, I was like, no. Landon's like almost 10. Yeah, 205. There was uh, Hurricane Katrina. And I was a postdoc, postdoctoral fellow. And so that's I watched I TV. Thought... I watched TV. And I could not believe in America, the country I grew up to admire my entire childhood, that people would be left dying on the roof of their houses. I was like, I have to do something. So I went and I trained with the Red Cross for like a month. And then uh, at some point they dispatched me. And I ended up in New Orleans. And your sister was also volunteering. Where were you, like, where were you living for New Orleans? Like, 
Where you were in New York. I was in New York, yeah. I was living at Johnny's house, you know? Told you? Yes, Johnny. Johnny. You met Johnny, right? Yeah. Character, right? Isaac, he wants some cheesecake, of course you do. <laughs> you want some buds? Let me give you some buds. Yeah. Uh, he's, he was he's special. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Y'all had uncle, but, um, so Lydia was volunteering and you were volunteering? And then yeah, and then uh, one, uh, one Sunday we had, we had the break. We had like, you know, I, I, I started as just a worker and I wanted to do things. So I, I jumped on the shuttle. I was what running the shuttle. Work? And the people were like, you came here to volunteer to do this job, IT. And I was like, sure, you got to stay here till we get the job and we'll give it to you as soon as it's ready. So I stayed one afternoon and they finally gave it to me. So the job we were doing, we were three guys in the car. I was driving. And we were going from like old Walmarts to old Walmarts and we were setting up satellite dish computers so workers could come in and it would stop registering people. Where, where you were, was it destroyed? Was it was it wrong? Oh yeah, man, it was insane. You, you could see boats on the wrong side of the highway, uh, sitting on grass, barges across the road. I took a lot of pictures. It was, it was unbelievable, surreal. I mean, when we were there, there was a hurricane. There was a second hurricane and it was... It was the biggest storms I've ever seen. You know, in France, we don't have storms like this. It's impressive. Right. But then right. one Sunday, uh, so I, and then I, at some point we had set up all the, the sites and they were like, all right, why don't you become a, a site manager? I'm like, all right, sure. So I became a site manager and your sister was working at that site. So one Sunday, they all, uh, we had like the afternoon off. So they, they set up a trip to New Orleans in like three cars. Right. So we all went there. And she came to talk to me. Was she just talking to you for business? Or no. Was being, like, I was walking around with my shirt over my nose because the sewage <laughs> had been packed up and it right. smelled so bad. And she came to me and she said, uh, why are you wearing your shirt over your nose? And I said to her, I'd rather smell my stinky sweat than this sewage. That's so romantic. That was the line that caught her. <laughs> She's like, right? <laughs> But that's so logical. <laughs> and then after that, we I, I liked her. She was funny. She was fun. She's assertive. Assertive. She was. She set up a meal for everybody. I remember, she set up when we were all leaving. So and then after that, we just were. I think inseparable. Like a good, like a team. Yeah, we just we just enjoyed each other's company. Right. Nice back and forth. Yeah, and and nice compromising. And she has her head on her shoulders. She doesn't play. She she knows when something should be done. She does it. You know what I mean? What are you are you afraid of anything? Have you ever been? I don't like snakes. I don't think I thought about it today. I don't think I think I might be a little bit afraid of horses. Oh yeah. Because they're so smart and they're so big and they just look at you out of the corner of their eye. I'm not really. Well, if they wanted to hurt you, they right. move their head fast. They hit you with their head. That is a big thing, you know. Like horse, you know, Christopher Reeves. Yeah. Superman. Yeah. If time travel was readily available oh. and you could do it, would you? And what would you use it for? Ah, uh, you know, I would go in the future. I want to see what's. Uh, I, I, I never thought it never occurred to me to think of the future. I, you know. When uh, when they started talking about going to Mars, I was like, I'm going to Mars. And then, really? Oh yeah, I I I'd love to. I, I just exploring a new planet. I mean, yeah, if they were coming back. Yeah, but sounds like a terrible it, hot death. 
Yeah, but it's a meaningful life, even if it's short. You know what I mean? So you would go to Mars? In the I would future. go to Mars. I grew up in one of the books that I liked. It was called The Martian Chronicles. It's the story of humans that, that yeah. go on the, on Mars, and they are Martians, but they, they don't know they're Martians because the Martians like can read their Carter? mind. Is and that they, John Carter? Uh, no, it's Ray Bradbury, the book. John Carter is the character. Uh, I, no, I think he was... Uh, I think that's called John Carter. Wasn't, the, wasn't it... Uh, what was his name? The guy who was the... He was the figure for the NRA. What was his name? Oh, the God, old guy. Charlton Heston. I think Charlton Heston was in that one when they made those movies. It's that like makes a, sense. It was a three three part or two part movies. It's just the idea that there is other type of life. Right. That there's a other place to be. That you know, I just read recently that they they may have found a planet that is just like Earth with full of water. What do you mean? Other than like in our, in our solar system? No, it's only four light years away. Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah, I mean, we want to make a stop real quick there. Yeah, why don't we just <laughs> go for uh, the summer? <laughs> What's it called? Uh, I don't know the name. It's got to be a number, planet number. If you were a Jedi or had Jedi powers, yeah, do you think you would fight for good, or do you think you'd be tempted to try the dark side? I, I don't understand the dark side. Well, that's why people mess with it because they don't understand it. They want to figure it out. Oh no, no. But the dark side, I have, I, I'd have a hard time answering this question because I would be curious because like you can do things with the dark side. Yeah, but for what? To, to break stuff? No, that's not what I would use it for. It just gives you certain di different types of. I don't know. I don't know enough about it. I just don't. I don't know. No, I mean, it doesn't make sense to use powers to do negative things, right? Well, it does make sense. And what you're way? morally like sound. Like you take over power, you, you you hurt people. Or what do you do? Are you happy with your life so far? Yeah, yeah. Proud? Are you proud of what you accomplished? Yeah, yeah, I think so. What do you think you're most proud of? Uh, I knew you were going to ask me that, but it's it's very simple. But uh, when I was in high school, uh, I had an English teacher who was. It was a dick movie. And every time I would speak, he'd be like, wait, 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 everybody. He's yeah. about to speak. Oh, he, and he, was, he was a dick. So I always sort of hated English. Not hated it, but I was oh, like, I'm never going to. No, okay. I was very insecure about English because this guy pointed just stuff that I could do wrong with English. So for me, my biggest moment is when I wrote my PhD thesis in English and I presented it. I was like, Fuck you. I did it. I can speak English. I can write it. I mastered in a way that you will never. How old were you? Well, I was, uh, what? When I, when I defended my PhD, I was probably like, man, what, 29, 30? Right. So you're a man. Yeah, 29, yeah. No, but to me, it was, it was a proof to myself that I could do it. It's not easy to learn a new language. No, I'm learning Spanish right now, and I thought it was going to be way easier because I put a, a lot of time and effort into it, and I barely scratched the surface. The only way to learn understand. a language, based on my experience, is to immerse yourself. Right. That's it. That's the only way. I talk to a lady every day, every morning. She comes. We, she speaks a little English. I speak a little Spanish. Yeah. We're helping each other. Yeah, but the best is really. That's what I did when I went to do my PhD in Canada. I went in Ontario and I exposed myself to English only. It, I mean, right. it was really hard. I, 
I would meet people and they would think that I wasn't intellectually qualified. <laughs> because I could make a sentence. Did you just hit your head? They like this guy. It's like he's too bright. He can't make a sentence. You know what I mean? Because it's hard to begin. Right. Yeah. It's very slow, and you have to stop yourself and think. You have to think what people said, and sometimes people say things, and you interpret and the wrong way, and they're like, "That's not what different. I said." I, I had one of my funniest moment. You want to? You want to hear my funniest moment? So I was it's in Canada. It was in Canada. I was talking with my supervisor. I was standing in the frame of his door of his office and we we're talking about projects what am i going to do right what 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 kind of project i'm going to do and at some point there's an idea that comes up and i'm like you know what okay and i say to him i'm going to take a shit i'll be right back mm. and i come back with a blank piece of paper and he said oh you went to take a sheet <laughs> it's like okay well be careful because it's a long e that's a weird way to word that either way i want to take a sheet because i translated literally from french right to get is not the translation for 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 going to get it's a different word yeah yeah because like to I'll, get is to take in france it's hard to when you're learning a language it's hard to just like pile drive the information into you no, the because dictionary gives you a meaning for a word, but it's only in a certain situation. You're going to take a turn. Right. You're taking it, right? You're acquiring it. You're grabbing it. I'm taking the turn. But well, English is supposed to be one of the hardest languages, most complex. <laughs> I'm going to take your book. You know, you're touching it, you're taking it, but to get is different. You're actually going to, to take it with your hands as well, but it's different time. Right? So right. That's, that, that's the nuance that yes. you will learn from a language speaking in the situation. So I look at the dictionary, and to get, it translates to take. So I'm going to take a sheet. I'm going to take it and bring it here. But really, it's to get. Because if I say, I'm going to get a shit, it would have been like, you mean a sheet. But if I'm going to take a shit, it's a different meaning. That's interesting, because I wrote a question. Do you have a problem with dictionaries? So that kind of answers that. No, I don't have a problem, but... It, you know, it, they are, it can't be misleading. I think Google Translate is much better than the dictionary nowadays. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. You know, but we didn't have that. We didn't oh. even have computers when I started. Do you um, do you have a favorite element, like on uh, on un, onium or something? Carbon. Uh, I like wood. Wood's not an element. I know it's not, but right, I get it. It's 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 really malleable. It's as simple as you like to break it down. You can, you, it's it's forgiving. Right. You 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 try to carve things. You try to make them fit to each other. You just keep and it works. Alive. It's a process element, but it's it's nice one. I, other than that, you know. Do you remember um, Nancy Reagan's War on Drugs? I heard of it. Yeah. You have any, you have any thoughts on that? That's why a lot of people are in prison. Well, that's not why. They well, implemented I, different I, I, tactics. I think that people that do war on drugs are people that recovered from drugs. So they understand the difficulty. They understand the addiction. It has to be people who lived it. Yeah, there's the only people who can understand it are people who have done it. Because it's exactly. not normal. It's like it's like uh, people who have been abused. It, it, it sh they should be 
defended by by somebody who's been abused. They understand that. They understand the weaknesses, the strengths, and they know how to help people. I think. Do you have a favorite part of the day, or or like time of day? Like, do you like the mornings? like right before bed it depends for what like if I'm, I'm i'm studying or i'm working hard on the paper i like the morning because my mind is fresh that is yeah i, I like that a lot more. but if i want to do I'm a sport, lot more valuable in the real world in the morning yeah your mind is fresh you know but if i want to do sports i like it in the afternoon you know because you know i'm not just waking up and i need to like get a little air and you know warmed you played, up you played rugby i played rugby for like Almost 30 years. You have any buddies you, you still know? Yeah, I'm friends with a lot of people that, I, like, people that I, I started rugby that when I was nine years old. I still I, I still see them. We have, like, Facebook pages and stuff. Do you guys bash heads when you see each other? No, no. No, but we, we remember you know, like our games. Little... Games. Right. Yeah. Like, there was a game we played. I remember we were in junior. junior. Uh, we are like, 18. And that team was so bad. We scored a hundred points on it, and we split. We played the whole game with uh, bow ties. <laughs> Do you, um, how did you look at the United States before you'd ever been over here? Dude, there was it, it, it was everything was United States for me. It was like the mecca. I grew up. I grew up watching shows. I, I Starsky and Hutch. Really. Um, you know, I, I love all the shows. I love everything American. I just so that's why we're all entitled, man. Stuff like that is because we've we've been told, and and every you know everybody's like we're like a, a country of princes. Yeah, but you sent the trends. You set up the trends. Right. No, I get it. So you initiate it. So people who want who want that's cool though. You look at that like hip hop. I loved hip hop as a kid. You know. And hip hop didn't come from Germany, right? Or it didn't come from Russia. It came from the states. How, how do you look at it now? Well, you know, I think that every place has its ups and downs, and you need to stop dividing people. Really, this is a united country. It's United yeah, States, it's right? It's... People fought hard to unite. You can't, you can't fight hard to ununite. You know, you, you are one country. You, that's what the strength is. You know? Well, you live here, and you're not, I mean, you're from somewhere else. You, you see how we are. It's not, it's all, I mean, we're not a bad people. We just have, have a bad system. Yeah, it's just you let some people talk when they should shut up, right? That's, I, I know it's freedom right, of speech, part but of it, I grew up in a country that you would see, you look at, like, you think it's socialist, but you have to acquire some sort of recognition before you open your mouth. You're not given a voice just because you're there, you know. And I think this is the problem. You see that even more nowadays with all those people that you give voices on internet and and videos and whatever. No, I think no, I hear you. You should you should uh, you should earn your your voice rather than rather than just because you have a strong a strong opinion. It doesn't mean that other people should be polluted in their mind with that. You know, some people are very vulnerable. Right. Some people spend their entire life and their adult life and all their time and energy focusing on a certain subject. They should be the ones that yeah. talk about that stuff or are like the spokesperson like Dr. Fauci. Dude, this is this is the perfect example. This is where I was going with that. You have people that have done research, science, and medicine their entire career. And then you have people that 
don't know anything about science and they started questioning it. And I'm like, you should be quiet. You know, science is why you are right. on the phone right now, why you're driving your car, why you have medicine and why you're still alive because the parents of your parents have received vaccines. How much patience do you have for perverts? Uh, zero. <laughs> 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 um, wait, 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 did you ever, did you ever roller skate? Uh, yeah, the, the inline ones. And like a grocery store? Roller skate? Yeah, roller skate. Not the one, not the, the four wheel, two in the front, two in the back. The ones that is like one, two, three, four in one line. Oh, yeah. roller blades. Roller blades, yeah. Well, that counts. And then moving to Canada, I didn't know, I, I'm, and I'm not saying I know how to play hockey. But I started skating because nice. That's what... in the winter they put like they, they they set up rinks outside. And what are you gonna do? You gonna sit for six months in your basement? I would. Or are you gonna go out and play hockey the way you you just hit a game with other things? You know. That's hard on your ankles. Oh, dude! I just couldn't stop. I would go through the boards if I went too fast. But I liked it. It's exercise. What are your thoughts on hippies? I don't know about hippies these days. I don't know. The only hippies that I have in mind is the, the 60s hippies. Right. You know. Oh, yeah. I won't get, I'll get in trouble, too, if I say the wrong thing. Yeah. And I hear this area, Asheville, there's a lot of hippies, right? Yeah. Are you pro or anti-gravy? I'm not a big fan of gravy. I, but yesterday I had turkey with gravy, and it was pretty nice. That is nice. I mean, I, I, mean, I give a, I give a, every gravy its chance, but if it's too fat, I just don't like it. Yeah, it's such a fat guy plan or idea. Yeah. All right, I'm almost done. All We're right. almost there. What's funny to you? Um, you know, I never actually look at it this way, but I, I like Bill Burr because what's funny to me is when somebody makes fun of what's obvious <laughs> right observational humor yeah. just being honest about things that are not what you're supposed to say yeah no, i like that yeah exactly i like when people say things they shouldn't say i like that makes me laugh have you ever had just a mustache no well i did once for a, a gala when we went with your sister I, oh it was like a, 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 fin, a fin, yeah kind of yeah it was really hard to to walk around with that on my face, but I guess it was funny, you know. Well, what what is your end game? What are you planning to do when you're all done? How long how how long are you planning to go? Well, yeah. in, in that job, you could go forever. You know, scientists work till they die, generally. Right. But so you can't put a pin on it because you might stumble upon something that you that yeah, do. it's like a passion. You know, you like you know you you know what. I'm going to give it one more year, I'm going to stop. And then in that year, you find something that makes you say, This is why I do it. Oh my God, this is why I spend my whole my life for this. And then you build a company or or you, you, you keep your life going and then you keep you keep going. So I don't know. But ultimately, I'd like, as a kid, I always wanted to be a carpenter. Oh, that's cool. So I, I may, I may retire. Have you ever done it at all? I build furniture all the time. Oh, at home? Yeah. Sand it down and do all the like a whole work. I, I do all, most of I build our bathrooms. Like IKEA. I I built shelves. I built. Oh yeah, that's cool. I built Landon's bed. Do you the, like that? I mean, you. I love I mean, it. I don't. That's why I told like, you before that I find wood the best material because it's so forgiving. 
I don't like that type of stuff because I, I, my mind is distracted. And I'm, I built your sister's coop. You didn't see the picture of the, chi the uh, chicken coop? coop? Yeah. Oh. You should ask her. That's what you're like for the chickens. Yes, she wanted chicken during COVID. Well, I mean, do you like want to retire like somewhere out here in the country? Or? Yeah, definitely. I want something a little more laid back than New York. It's just too many people in a small amount of space. It's just too tight. There's always somebody competing for something, you know? Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's part of the appeal. But that's, you know, it's like a young I age. didn't go there because I wanted to. It's that's just, where all this stuff's happening. I guess, but I ended up uh, there by, by chance. Not I was not seeking a place so busy. Did you hate it? I did. It's just, I'm, I'm from a village. Do you still work in the city? I work, yeah, I moved my lab, but not a city. I moved my lab to New Jersey in a big, 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 big hospital system. And I like it. It's out of the city, so I don't have, I still have traffic, but not that bad. But traffic, look, I calculated the amount of time I spent driving. Over 12 months, I spent one full month, every minute, full month, yeah, every you, year, every year. It's equivalent to a one some month. Of that, you know? No, but every day I spent two and a half hours commuting. Yeah, two and a half hours. Yes, and then people yeah, that that's and what I, we got to do in Chicago. And people do worse than me. That's my neighbor. He spent four hours, two hours each way. Yeah, about half that would be okay. Even two, I I don't mind it. Two and a half hours because now I have a routine. But if you think of all the things you could do with this extra time, well, what, what, how big of a village did you grow up in? Oh, dude, they were like five hundred people, most. Whoa, that's we all so, knew each other. Yeah, everybody knew me for sure. So you want to end up in a place like that? I'm not saying I want this for my kids because, you know, I want them to have exposure and decide what they want to be or want, where they want to go. Like Sasha and Malia. What? Have you ever smoked crack cocaine? No. Crystal meth? Or no. PCP? Never. I wouldn't do that. Me neither. Have you ever played Dungeons and Dragons? No. Would you? I don't think I have the patience to sit for that i would play oh, monopoly they're hot girls and bad cupcakes no i'd rather go for a run really. define success well I, I think everybody's success definition is different like what does success mean to you um i think you you afford the life you want to have and you can take care of your family in ways that you have in your mind you know Right. You see a lot of people that struggle because they want to be somewhere and they can't and everybody suffers because they have this goal in life, right? You see families like in the Bronx or in some of those suburbs where I'm, I'm happy with the life I'm giving my family. Right. You so, earned it. Yeah, I worked hard. I, for the past, what, five years, I, I, I worked three jobs, you know? All right. Was that a big, uh, was it a decision to be a parent? Yes, it was me. Like, yeah, I told Lydia, I said, I want kids now. Because you were going at... Because uh, I was a little older than her. You were going at being a bachelor... For a long time. Quite, quite a while, yeah. working hard on what you were working on. Yeah, but that's, you know, you have to spend a lot of time studying in my field, but... Um, I, right. I wanted... I, I, I wanted to be a parent and give it a shot because... I had my opinion on how my parents fared, and I, I felt like I could do better. Well, that's what you're, that's what you're supposed to do. But I wanted it. Right. And I love my kids. You think you're a good dad? In some ways, but in others, I'm sure I suck. <laughs> well, that's, you know, you're human. 
my son who's just probably hitting puberty is telling me sometimes he's like dad you think old you know and I'm like I'm sorry just tell me it's just that things you do that I just cannot understand like they, they sit and watch What's YouTube videos and they, they're like cracking up about some guy running with a timer going on and you see the video of his feet running and Landon is cracking up and I'm like dude I don't understand what's funny. Oh, like there's such a divide because of children that have been born into the internet like it is now. Yeah. It's so much different than like, I, I believe I came from the analog time where you still had to use like bunny rabbit ears and pliers on a TV yeah. and rotary phones. Did so, you have rotary phones? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, but then around 9-11 and everything, changed because we all got so connected yeah it's good but in the hands of kids it's bad because they don't know when to stop well that's what they're learning I know but you, you have to be on it all the time because right. they will revert to going back on videos or playing video games in right. ways that you felt and you were being told that you played too much video games when you were a kid it's crazy it, it doesn't even compare to how many hours these kids my son will literally spend nine hours in front of the computer playing one game. I hear, I hear him when he's playing Winnie, and he's like out of his mind. I can hear the chair rolling and knocking things, but he's mad. Like we used to have it. The first thing like that was a Game Boy and those little handheld games like that. <laughs> I love Game Boys. And they were all they were, they were shut down the amount of time we were allowed to be on those. Yeah, but everybody you, was. I love going in the woods with my buddies and hand fishing in the river. I I love to go. We, we would uh, pick up fishing. Cool. What for? Trout? Uh, we were, yeah, we were getting trouts on, on the sides of the river, but we also getting catfish under the, under the stones. That was the With challenge. Your, what, was your arm like the bait? No, 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 no. You, if you it's walk your way, if you walk your way up the current, they can't hear you. So you go up the current and you lift stone and you put your hand under the stone slowly and, and you just can sit on it. They're just hovering right. next to the stone. They don't they don't know you're coming. Right. And then you can grab them. They then they, they escape or trouts, they are you on were the side. Oh yeah, all the time, yeah. We'd come back and I had a friend who had made like That's a exhilarating, I imagine. I will claim that we invented paintball. Pain, paintball? Paintball. Who Me and my buddies. Okay. I tell I tell you the story. You ready? Yeah. So we would go where the, the river where we would go to fish. There was a little stream coming in the river. And in the area of the river, the river was making a, a turn. And we had found out that there was clay in that turn. The, because it was impermeable, the, the clay would not allow the water to, to, okay. to, to dig it, right? right. So, we, so we would jump in the water. So it made like a, a it, it forced the water to turn, right? So we'd, go in the, we'd jump in the water and we'd, we'd take huge block of clay. And on both sides of the stream that was going in the river, we would make two sides with like two, two or three guys on each side. And we'd put the block of clay on the tree and we would take a little chunk of clay and we'd throw it at each other. And at the end, when we finished the game, we would count the hits because the clay would leave marks on our bodies. The, the, the book of Ecclesiastes in the Bible talks often about how everything under the sun has been done before. And it's just, everything is just repeating itself. But I can tell you that when you get a piece of clay, wet piece of clay, that smack your skin when it's thrown real hard, it's like a slap. It was, oh, yeah. oh man, it hurt. I can imagine, that's gross. I mean, that's not gross, it's actually cool. 
But I, you know, definitely some Native Americans or people. Oh yeah, them, for sure. They definitely did that before you. Yeah, and I love some. I love some of the games they have, Native American games, like Field of the Cross. Where did you do that? Where was this? It was in France. I was a kid. We were like 10, 11, 12. We'd spend our days in the in the forest, just hanging out. We would go pick up mushrooms, and we come home, we cook them. You like animals, like goats or cheetahs? Oh, what about just pets? They're animals. I love cats. Really? Yeah. I'm... You don't care for the dog? Yeah, little... for me they're a little too needy. Right. I like, ha I like you have a... to always constantly be aware. It's like a, that's how it's like a child. Is you have to always be aware. But they they also they also needy. They needy of of attention and and re reassurance and you know I like. I don't know if you knew that, but I found when I was in the Bronx one day, I was coming home to work and I was driving, and there was there's a pit bull that was it, it, wandering around the hospital and and the parking lots. And I was like, "What's this dog doing there?" And I opened my door, and the dog came in, and she sat. She was sitting on this chair. Recently? It was, no, it was before Landon. Right. Lydia was pregnant, and so I let the dog in, and you could see she had her her memory glands that were swollen so she had been used to breed other dogs and she was lost right, or somebody abandoned her and she was looking around she was in the front of the seat like this she was looking around like she was looking for maybe somebody would give her up so i took her home with us and it was the best feeling it's like it's like you have like your your right arm is like Arnold schwarzenegger's arm you have this dog next to you that is right is your strength, your everything. You you can walk, and this thing is wow. protect you. It's it, it was a weird but amazing feeling. Pitbulls are amazing dogs. Oh, it was an amazing. It's not their fault. That they but Lydia was like, we can't keep that. This dog will eat the baby. Was it? It was a lady too. It was cool. a girl, yeah. So pitbulls. My friend Will, and his family has always had like three or four pitbulls, and they have this huge house in the middle of Weaverville, and they're the best dogs I've ever known. Now they have gotten trouble because yeah, they get intense. They, they get yeah. mad and they will rip apart a goat, right? <laughs> you know. So that's what you think of goats. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you see the 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 pictures? We were in France with the kids and uh, and Lydia, and we stopped at a farm on the mountains. We have areas in the mountains where there are specific farms, and then the farms grow specific food, and you go there for eating their local food, and then I parked the car along the ridge and there was a goat there and I come back 10 minutes later and this goat is ramming into the car and it's my mom's car it's brand new and I stopped grabbing the goat by the horn and I'm like stop it and he's pushing me and it, it just his head itched or something it, apparently I was within reach of his cord and I had taken oh, a part wow. of his territory Good and he, for him though and he was fighting back what a hero I was holding him by the horns and I give the key to move the car to oh, Lydia I love that story uh, that was so hilarious I have pictures of that what you do about the dents I, 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 I washed them out I, I cleaned it up it wasn't too bad but I was like no way man the car is brand new alright that's it that's all I got man I see when I got this Do you have anything you want to say to the people? Yeah, be good. That's it. Just do your best. What do you have to say about all the stuff that you've uh, heard about me over the years? I've come a long way. Yeah, I think you do, yeah. You did. 
You've gone through a lot, and I think this is part of life. You got you have to experience things, so you can I'm know. I'm so glad to be an adult, adult like who where I'm at now. I, I've been I've put myself through so much bullshit for so long. I know, but I think it was your environment. As Sometimes far, yeah. you you're surrounded by the wrong people. Yeah. You think those people want your best, but they just they they, they parasite and your they life and they anything. take from you. If you some people take from you, some people just don't have any ambition and they sink you. And they use you like a step ladder because it makes them feel taller, bigger, or 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 you or you look up to them because of one thing they do better than you, but in the rest of their life they are just failures. Yeah. Yeah, that's why you know I don't like bullies or people that don't validate the truth or that are supportive of others. It's, it's yeah, because it's that's, real that's really the opposite. Yeah, a bully is somebody who doesn't support others. It puts people down. I've, I've been in therapy. I did therapy for a year and a half. I'm starting back December 20th. Because I just got back on my good insurance. I can't wait. Yeah, I've nice. got a lot of stuff that I... You want to discuss? Yeah, I need to work this stuff out. I'm not trying to be 65-year-old man alone trying to do the same shit I've always done that never worked. I know. That's... You have to work at bettering yourself. That's what I said. You try, try to do better. I always try to do better. Sometimes, although you, you're so caught up into your routine and your ways well, that you don't see what you do wrong. A lot of it's survival mode. When you're in survival mode, you don't think clearly. Yeah. You, yeah. Don't, you don't treat people clearly. And you, no. you have tunnel vision. Yeah, and that's why I think this is when you can really gauge that you're being successful. You're successful when you're. You are comfortable to start exploring what you're doing wrong, and then you start correcting yourself and, and because you, you have that leisure. The strength and the ability to say, like, okay, I don't need to be in survival mode right now, so I've got to learn other ways to live. Yeah, That's because because you've 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 make everything stable around you, so now you can make yourself stable. Right. Instead of uh, grinding yourself for the next moment. Just plan. Yeah, it's, I'm, a, I'm in a good place. I like that. It takes time, though. It's it's a matter of patience. It's just that you. It comes. You just don't know when, and people are impatient. You know, they want to know when this is gonna get better. When's the last time you saw your kids? About uh, three hours ago. Oh, you saw them today? Yeah, yeah. I well, I, I woke up to drive the car back to the airport, but they were asleep. You know. Oh, you. I was at. Uh, Oh, you were. I got here last night. You were I got here last night. Oh, no, okay. no, I was at the camp. You I were drove. Here? I I left New York. I jumped on the plane. I took a car and I got there for lunch yesterday. But you had to turn the car in. I had to turn the way. car in because you know they're gonna charge you like I mean literally four hundred bucks for two days. Oh, that's cool. So I I wanted to drive the car back. You Nobody know? wanted to ride with you. I'm not gonna take somebody in my car at seven in the morning. Your daughter. No, they need sleep, man. Yeah, right. She needs a lot of sleep. How old is she? She just turned ten. My but... grandpa used to take us out into this field and like ten, like do remote control airplanes and stuff. Oh, and that's cool. Styrofoam planes and play, you know, throw the baseball. That's cool. Yeah, you, you gotta go out. That's what I tell my kids. You know, quit these stupid video games. Go outside, breathe some fresh air. Mom used to lock the door. I know. She used to lock the door. I heard stories. Until, <laughs> until Dad got home. Basically, I'm very sensitive, but I like. I think I you like are very it. sensitive, and nobody acknowledged that, and that's the problem. Well, Lydia did. Is what I was saying. Well, but sometimes Lydia can be rough for things. Absolutely. She, she so blasts for things. She's like, get over it. Now we're at the camp. Craig's gone, or whatever his name. 
Oh, yeah, yeah the camp director. I'm yeah. not going to wait around in here to go pee. I'm going to go pee behind in the woods. Yeah, like a real man. Right. Next to a dumpster. That's right. But all right, man. Thank you for the interview. This is well, great. Thanks for the right. You know, I'm going to edit it and chop out some of the stuff that we don't want heard. That's right. Um, I'm going to park over here, I guess. You could park there. Okay. There's no, I think we've been playing Kiss. There's no traffic, uh, Jandon, whatever. I would get a little closer, though. You got your clothes and stuff, right? Oh, you need me to get closer? Oh, no, okay. for you. I thought you were going to park. I'm going to go over here, then I'm going to go pee behind uh, you. Okay, all right, man. Let me get my stuff in the back. Yeah, open my door. Good to talk to you. This was great, man. Yeah, thanks for I thanks for the attention. Right? Isn't it good? See, you do the interview, so I get this great interview. But we also get to know each other a lot better now. Yeah, too. no, it's great. It's great. I, I appreciate. You know, I you know, I'm the only child, so I like attention. Right. No, I'm glad, man. I'm, I'm really, really glad that um, I, I know you're. You've got a lot going on. You're very interesting. I appreciate it. Well, I, I like your interest. Thank you. See you I'll next see year. You See you next Thanksgiving. <laughs> what are you eating? No, I'm going to park and pee and I'll see you. You're going to come though? Yeah.